Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and escapes from alien ship really easily for every movie, show, one shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on social media. Sometimes we're on Twitter, if you can see our tweets at MCU underscore rewind. Other times we're on Instagram when I remember to uh, post something. Uh, it's the same place, MCU underscore rewind. We're always at our Gmail account at Gmail. Uh, at gmail we're always at our gmail account at mcrewind at gmail.com um no one sends us stuff but i'm always watching uh so yeah give us that five-star review on whatever podcast app you're using follow us on various social medias too uh and drop us a line on that email for ideas for future scroll episodes uh that will actually be coming one will be coming out after the finale <laughs> and with that today's episode is agents of shield Season 5, episode 21, The Force of Gravity. Original air date, May 11th, 2018. Yeah, and here's a quick reminder of what happens in this penultimate episode of the season. Daisy wakes up and talks to Mr. Cassius. He's surprised that there are inhumans on Earth. He's going to take Daisy as his prisoner, so he keeps her unconscious during their conversation, you know, so she can't use her powers. But she's really good, and she tells Ke- uh, and then she uh, tells Cassius that she's a destroyer of worlds and then uses her powers to escape. Then, for some reason, Talbot goes to see his family, and they are not excited to see him. He almost kills his wife in front of their son, but Mac, Yo-Yo, and some red shirts show up. Their bullets do not work uh, because of his powers. Uh, He was about to kill the shieldies, but then his son came out and yelled at him, so he left. Uh, Talbot just wants more Gravitonium, and he knows who else might know more. So he takes the Zephyr down to Earth and finds Carl Creel. Remember, he has a small amount of gravitonium inside him. So Talbot absorbs the Absorbing Man. Uh, separately from this, Fitzsimmons whip out some science in the lab and make a, a look at uh, Jaying's body to try and save Coulson. Fitz thinks that trying to save Coulson will destroy the world, uh, but doing, not trying, could save it. If they actually do save his life, could, could save the world. Uh, I'm sure past Fitz didn't think of that, uh, or whatever other Fitzes have been in this this time loop. Anyway, Simmons finds something, but that gets pushed aside so S.H.I.E.L.D. can deal with Talbot. One theory is to give him the Odium and kill him from the inside, but that might not be strong enough, so they'll have to splice it with a centipede serum to inject it directly into his cells. Coulson and May are prisoners on the alien ship. Uh, Coulson wants to save Talbot because he's still a good guy underneath all of the Gravitonium mine whatever stuff. Anyway, before escaping, Deke shows up and saves them. Uh, They meet up with Daisy and hatch a plan to escape, which involves splitting up. May and Deke redirect a bunch of alien ship missiles to the ship and then teleport out just in the nick of time. Coulson gets injured during the, the escape and collapses. He makes it to the lighthouse in real bad condition. He won't die now, but soon. Fitzsimmons suggests killing Talbot with the centipede serum, but they only have one dose. They can either save Coulson or 
save the world, which I guess makes Coulson an anti-cheerleader. At the end, we see Talbot has kidnapped Robin and her mom, and he asks Robin where he is when he destroys Earth. I mean, that's appropriate because Talbot's daughter in Heroes was a cheerleader. Oh, she was the she was the daughter in that show. Oh, okay. yeah. I I watched like the first two seasons and then mm-hmm. couldn't get into it no, after that. So, so did everyone else in the world. <laughs> well, yeah, I I know it got all bad because of the writer strike and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, okay. But it, it it was it was just I couldn't I couldn't even push myself. To I I feel try. like the okay in two thousand six <laughs> two thousand seven when I saw <clears throat> Hero season one. I thought, mm-hmm. well, this is the perfect season of television. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, now, I don't know if it would hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember not liking it then. Um, really? Yeah, I, I just, I couldn't get into it. I even, I, I tried, but no. Every, everyone was talking about it. I, it was my first <laughs> year of college, and I took a dinosaur biology class, and we're a bunch of nerds. Uh, and our lab was making paper mache dinosaur bones. So mm-hmm. we, me and like eight other people who took dinosaur biology class as their biology unit were just talking about heroes the whole time. <laughs> uh, nerds. All right. Yep. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude. You got super speed. I do. You didn't see that coming? Al, other than this being the penultimate episode, what fast fact do you have? Um, like Deke, uh, by, sorry, uh, this is a little, little bit of a uh, science fact, I guess, for people. Uh, just like Deke, computers also start counting at zero. So what's the fast fact about this show? <laughs> oh, well, so Deke knows six numbers. He starts counting at zero. He didn't uh, say it, well, he starts sorry, counting at zero. He knows... <laughs> up to five. That doesn't mean he starts at zero every time, because that was just throws off all his calculations. Anyway, uh, computers and Deke uh, start counting at zero. Well, Deke starts at zero specifically in the Cree language. I don't know what he does in other languages. I don't know how many languages he knows. Probably just the one? Yeah, English. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Alright. Yeah, that's all I had. How about you? What what kind of fast facts do you have? I'll count it this time. Next time. (laughs) We'll see. All right. Yeah. If this one, if this one barely got past you, we'll see what happens next week. Oh no. (laughs) Uh, The title, as always, the the force of gravity um, is the power of graviton. Also, Mm -hmm. the, the gravity as in like a metaphor for maybe time, and everyone's being pulled towards this moment where they have to decide between. Coulson and Graviton's death. Um, okay. Yeah. Also, I uh, found out what the original title of this episode was going to be. Uh, much easier to say. F equals G, open parentheses, M1 times M2, close parentheses, over D over 2. Which is, the, <laughs> which is Isaac Newton's formula for gravity. But they just changed it to the force of gravity because that was way too hard to say. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh, and then typing it out and all like all right it's this is just easier to to yeah. say the name yeah it reminds me of there's a the binary and this is gonna be wrong but there's a star trek episode called like one one zero one zero one one zero zero one or something like that and it's just like 
saying like help or something in binary. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I, it makes sense that they would they would change it, right? Like in their minds, when the writers were making the episode, they had to make a title. They're probably like, "Oh, yeah, it's it's this," and then as they're talking about the episode, you know, months in advance or whatever, then they they just they have to shorten it, so they just say the force of gravity, and they're like, "All right, well, fine, we'll just change the title because that's what we've been calling it anyway." Yeah, it's way easier. You want mm-hmm. something nice and googleable. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, fun fact, kind of relating to that. Apparently, uh, that's what happened in the movie Cocaine Bear. Like, it didn't have a title for a long time, and the bear in the script has like has the name Cocaine Bear. Mm-hmm. So, the for months or however long, they just kept calling it Cocaine Bear, and then they finished filming it, and they had to have a title. They said, "Well, like, well, I guess we already have it. It's just titled Cocaine Bear. It's it's the perfect name. It so is a very good it. name. I <laughs> prefer." Like the bear that it's based on, some people call him Pablo Escobar, and I really like that. <laughs> is is that actually what it's based on? Like, is that what they call the bear? They call the bear the the bear is stuffed in like I forget what national park it is, but in like their visitor center, um, mm-hmm. the bear didn't go on a killing spree. He just ate a mm-hmm. bunch of cocaine that was dropped out of a helicopter or plane and died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. <laughs> But they call they have him stuffed, and they call him Pablo or yeah Pablo Escobar. <laughs> okay, I like the name. Uh, we get a few news stories in the background. Maxie's on the news, and Talbot Larry sees his wife. Uh, them talking about the extraterrestrial attack in New York City. Um, we see uh, the lights go out as the Remarath enter the Zephyr, and Daisy says they're here. Which is a reference to Poltergeist. No. Oh. I would have expected that to be more of a reference to like something alien themed, but I guess that makes sense. Well, I, I have not seen Poltergeist, so I, I assume that's where that line comes from. the power flickers and stuff when aliens, uh, or not aliens, mm. when ghosts uh, come into the home. So. Oh, okay. And finally, I looked up uh, Tarian Cassius, a.k.a. Mr. Cassius and yours, and the Cassius Sr. when I talked about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is uh, played by an actor named Craig Parker, who was in uh, the Sleepy Hollow TV show, uh, the Charmed Reboot, the Spartacus TV show. And I know him mostly from he was in Lord of the Rings. He played Haldir, the elf, and Gothmog, one of the orcs. Uh, yeah, who are like one of the biggest minor characters like i know who he is because i'm a nerd <laughs> most people probably wouldn't know who Haldir is <laughs> ah okay yeah and that's the end of my easter eggs so we'll move on to our heroes it is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that i'm uh, a superhero i so, never said I mean, you're a superhero didn't Mm-mm. well good because that would be outlandish and uh Fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know. It kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not, like, a groupie stalker type. But... Where should we start? Oh, boy, that's that's a good question. Um, let's see. We have we have a handful of things where we have characters that are completely separate. And mm-hmm. we have, have another section where we have characters that are, like, they're doing their own thing, and then they join others, and then they do their own thing again. So let's start completely separate. Let's keep it a little simple. 
Uh, let's go with Fitzsimmons. Okay. Um, sorry, who's Fitzsimmons? I know who Fitz Fitz is. Ah, yes. Uh, Mr. Leopold Fitz and Mrs. Gemma Leopold Fitz. Fitz? Uh, how, how, how does that work? I Okay, hey, when I was a kid, I had always heard, uh, like, Mr. and Mrs. Guy's name. Um, mm-hmm. Is that... Is that like a thing? I I feel or... as if, and th- this is based on no actual knowledge, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think that um, that is kind of a misogynistic way of announcing people in like the eighteen hundreds. Well, I agree, but yeah, or people saying it like the first time they're married, but it's like more traditional. Mm. Oh, okay. I All right. I do not. I would never expect my wife to be introduced as Mrs. Tony Camarena. <laughs> uh, same. Uh, I would never expect my wife to also be introduced as Mrs. Tony Camarena, which would be weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, or Mr. Albert. Uh, or, or Mrs. Um, yeah. All right. I don't know. I think changing the name is unnecessary, but all right. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're right. It's a choice. Um, I... I feel like calling Gemma Mrs. Leo Fitz is more regressive than even acceptable nowadays Mm -hmm. (laughs) in America. Yeah. Yeah. In in liberal America. I can't (laughs) talk about the conservatives. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't understand that culture. All right. I'll be back in like 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Leopold Fitz and Gemma Fitz Nae. Uh, Simmons. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, it wouldn't even be Doctor. It would be Doctor and Doctor Fitz. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. um, yes. yeah. How they're trying to decide amongst themselves how to use the centipede serum. Uh, whether saving Coulson will end the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they've got. They've got the two problems in front of them. Mm-hmm. The theoretically two solutions in front of them, but they're not sure if those two separate solutions will work for their two separate problems. And they're like, well, I guess maybe we have to combine it. We have to put the odium in the centipede serum to kill Talbot, or we just kind of hope that works and then give the centipede serum alone to Colson, And mm-hmm. also kind of just hope that that is what saves him. Yeah. Maybe because that's that's a that's a like they're not even sure they don't know if any of this stuff will save them. I respect Fitz's cockiness. Obviously, <laughs> me last time in this loop didn't do it right, but I this version of me will succeed. I'm not going to try. <laughs> I will well, much like Yoda do. <laughs> well, like you don't even have to be like in a time loop to think that. Like I, I regularly think like, oh, what did Pastel do here? Oh, that's stupid. This was, oh, this was like two weeks ago. Man, I, I haven't learned anything in two weeks. This, mm-hmm. Oh God, it's I would make that same mistake today. <laughs> so, so this is my <laughs> belief is like even if you did it two weeks ago, there's a chance subconsciously you learn something from that experience. Maybe you didn't really, but like there's a chance <laughs> though. They are stuck in the time loop. This is the first time at, from his memories. This is the first time he's done this. He hasn't learned even subconsciously <laughs> from trying it before. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, there is. I'm I'm going to talk about this next episode. Okay, uh, <laughs> I I assume next week we will have a a time travel debate. Um, I believe so. Which which I'm hoping is the last time for a while. Oh, it won't be. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> um, no, maybe it will be last time for a while. At least well, in the main show. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, true. when we get given, when we given our when we schedule, predict Loki season two in a oh, couple months. Oh, that's right. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So they. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't. I don't really have anything else to say. Really, like yeah. they. They have this conundrum, and they're not sure what to do about it. They have some options, some maybes, and I. I don't know. No, I, it just. I, it feels like Fitz is doubling down on what ruined the future. No, we're not going to use trying to save Coulson. <laughs> you can't say we're going to do it. He's really saying we're going to try really hard <laughs> to save Coulson. Yeah, well, I mean, I I wonder if part of this is is like a human thing where like he like up until now he's known for an absolute fact that you like in his mind it is an absolute mm-hmm. fact that you cannot change the future, right? It's mm-hmm. you know what happens happens or you know kind of thing. Um, but now he wants to believe he can change the future because it's something that he really wants. And maybe he can do it, right? Like he really wants to save Coulson and he sees a possibility. So maybe they can do it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. That's, that's I, I feel like... <laughs> I mean, this is just trying harder instead of trying something different if i yes as someone who's thought about time travel way more than i'm sure you have and a lot of people have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you can't just do the same thing <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and he has absolutely no idea if he is doing the same thing or if he's yeah. doing something different exactly or, exactly yeah like like i would think oh hey let me try doing something really different Mm-hmm. So roll this die right now, and I would like, you know, shake it in my hand a lot. I'd toss it up and and down, and and then and then I'd roll it with my left hand. But that would probably be what I did last time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? It's so, like, like, yeah. As far as we know, there's been no outside force to change how time has worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's all we have for uh, Doctor and Miss and Doctor Fitz. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, got them out of the way. Now for everyone else who has their own whole back and forth. Um, yeah. I think we should start with Daisy because at least she starts by herself. That's true. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So she's having this whole conversation with Cassius in her head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the conversation I don't think is that interesting. It's kind of the same conversation she had with Cassius Jr. in the future. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah. But what I do find interesting is a question. And you're going to say no because of writers. But I'm not asking <laughs> about the writers. I'm asking in Universal. <laughs> okay. Is, is this the same type of Cree technology that they put on Carol Danvers to make her talk to the Supreme Intelligence? Um... Why not? Yeah, sure. It could be. I mean, the Kree have super sci-fi technology. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it be? Like, why not have 
something to interface with some other thing, right? I, I don't know. Maybe it could be it could be a similar technology. Um, you know, what we see in uh, Captain Marvel is like she is talking to a machine. All yeah. right. Some artificial intelligence thing, whatever. Versus here, it's two living beings talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but but still I, I mean, maybe through the mind. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, maybe there's like a seven step process and maybe the first five are the same. And then the other two are, are different because of what you're interfacing with. But yeah, it's it's pretty much if you're chatting with a bot versus chatting with a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see why this wouldn't be uh, that different. Yeah. Um, especially because also at the time, like when they were writing this, like, um, I mean, we're a year out from the- uh, from Captain Marvel coming out. Okay, but now, okay, yeah, I guess you also subtract a year, so because of like when they wrote this episode versus writing the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm not too sure how much time was in between those, really, but yeah, okay, I guess yeah, yeah. it could have just. I don't know. I'm having trouble believing this. This was two separate groups of writers having this idea, unless it's also in the comics. Like that exact same concept happens a lot with Kree's in in the I comics. I don't that know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. For Kree being so common in the <laughs> uh, shows, I have not read many Kree things. Yeah, yeah. Every time Kree show up in the comics, I, I remember reading, thinking like, "Okay, I'm definitely missing something." Because mm-hmm. the last time I saw Kree, they were big and blue. Okay, now they're not. And then I read something again, like, "Oh, okay, the big blue guys are back." And then back and forth. <laughs> and well, I don't know my, the characters. My were, theory, I mean, yeah. at least in the movies, Kree's skin tones are like can range from blue to <laughs> human variety. Yeah, yeah, and and again, Cree Empire too, right? That's yeah. But I don't know if there's like a storyline reason or a canon reason to to say why, other than than that, like maybe from a a, a race specific thing, um, mm-hmm. like Northern like, Cree are blue and Southern Cree are human shades. Something yeah, like that. or yeah, or like two feet shorter and <laughs> look like Earthlings. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're human sized, Cree. Uh, yeah, I guess, mm, I guess it depends. But yeah, I guess you're okay. I guess in my mind, there are more Kree that are the size of Shaquille O'Neal than there are Shaquille O'Neal sized people on Earth. From a proportion. Or there's no basketball in, um, on the Kree homeworld. So the troll people join the military. <laughs> that could be it. Yeah. Yeah. And and there they don't have the rule of if you're higher than, you know, whatever number you're not able to join the military. Oh, uh, I didn't know that, that was even it. a rule. Oh, uh, I don't know if it's all militaries, all branches of the military in the U.S., but I know it's if you're too big, then you're going to get shot. So they don't accept you. Um, that's huh. the thinking behind it. I don't I don't know if it's all branches or, or not. Um, so maybe there's yeah, my, other actually when there. you mentioned that, it's like I thought the. Navy would have the restrictions because ships are small, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, the inside of a submarine sense. or lower decks of a <laughs> of aircraft yeah. is smaller. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, Navy, Air Force, probably, um, just because you also end up on ships, I assume. Um, mm-hmm. What else? I guess uh, Coast Guard. I don't know. You're on small boats a lot. I I don't know. I have no idea what okay. what else. <laughs> like I guess that leaves, I guess that leaves the Marines, the U.S. Army, and now Space Force. 
Yeah, so. and spaceships are cramped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe it is all. I, I have no idea. Either way, that rule exists somewhere. And apparently it does not exist for the Kree. They'll take everyone. Um yeah. Do you think that it was too easy for her to get out of that mental block? A little, yeah. But it's not like they deal with inhumans very often, so I guess they just never really design something for for them. Um I mean, right? they like, dealt like they dealt with Carol Danvers. She's not an inhuman, but she had powers, <laughs> just like twenty years before. But that was like the <laughs> military true. versus a private guy, presumably. Yeah, that's true. But also, like they barely dealt with her, right? Like she just she didn't know how to use her powers, right? Because oh like, no, it's I'm, not until I'm the saying end. Oh. like in the past twenty five years or whatever, they would have buffed stuff up because she broke out of it so easily. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, it's it's different stuff. It's different technology. I have no idea. Maybe. I don't know. I think I think it makes sense if you if you assume that they just never deal with people who have powers. Yeah. Or if they just assume like, oh yeah, this is a human, and they they're so easy like if they die we can just bring them back they're not like us no that's true (laughs) so they're not complex or anything so yeah it's just hubris you know showing up again like yeah let's just slap on the the 99 score version yeah Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Yeah. all right well i think well yeah she easily escapes and does some uh quaking and i think we'll catch up to her later right (laughs) yes although i do want to like i really yeah. point out uh because i had said this in the the real the the um the overview the summary of the episode um but like as we get towards the end of the season i'm trying to pick up or at least pay attention to a few other things more and more talking about like hey what are the things that partially one lead to the future like the world that we see in the future mm-hmm. um but also like things that might change uh but anyway this one right here she, Daisy, is the one who tells Cassius that she is the destroyer of worlds. So oh, yeah. earlier in the season when they were in the future and everyone's like, hey, Daisy Johnson's the destroyer of worlds. Like, oh, yeah, that's because Cassius Sr. told his son. And I guess that led to other people. Like, Also, he doesn't know, like in, in, in that timeline, right, where Earth does get destroyed. He doesn't know how, why Earth gets destroyed. So, yeah, yeah maybe it actually was her. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we or got like, a little bit of videotape yeah. uh, mm-hmm. of her recording. And then him tell her telling him that she's a destroyer worlds. So okay, yeah, I, and really, maybe he thinks that like that's just a title that she has, and and then and then one day Earth is destroyed. Like oh okay, so I guess I guess she really is. Well, good for her. Yeah. Okay. And then the fact that in the future everyone knows she's a destroyer worlds, mm-hmm. like that would be something the Kree would use to undermine the Shield agents. Like yeah, one of you destroyed the planet. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so one plot hole filled up. Yes. Okay. So, um, want to go to? I have Coulson and May next, or Mac, who's kind of Mac and Yo-Yo were kind of by themselves. Where do we? Uh, want let's to go? go with Coulson and May, just because they're they're also on the ship and all of yeah. that. Yeah, Mac and Yo-Yo are on Earth, so Coulson May. So Coulson has a sign saying that. Prisons are the same no matter who builds them. If there's a way in, there's a way out. 
To my knowledge, he's been in three prisons. Three (laughs) species prisons. Human. I guess you can call, like, the Lighthouse Cree-ish. And then this, the Rimrath. Am I missing any? Is this a large enough sample size? (laughs) Well... I mean, we also don't know how many prisons he's been in on Earth, right? He was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent well, yeah, but for so many species, years. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure yeah. those are humans. Uh, okay, yeah. Like, if you're saying just species, I feel like, yeah, he's seeing a pattern. And, like, it makes sense. Like, oh, okay, there are so, certain things where, like, okay, here's the pattern. Like, yes, things are done differently, but the pattern is still going to be the same no matter what. That you need to be able to get people out of a prison otherwise it's just a a grave right um Mm -hmm. so so there's some way out right there's there's an in and an out like okay okay i i I don't think i don't think two because he's comparing this (laughs) to the other two it's a large enough sample size i mean it probably isn't but i mean how many more aliens is he gonna deal with i think i think he can get away with saying this Okay. In his mind, he's going to die soon. So well, that's this true. is all I mean, of the aliens. Hopefully all the aliens <laughs> he's going to have to deal with. But, yes, no. yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Talbot feels responsible for Colston. For, I'm sorry. Colston feels responsible <laughs> for Talbot's fall from Grace. Yeah, and, I don't I don't know if I necessarily agree with him. Really. I like, agree with him. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay, why is that? Why um, do you think it's his fault? Him as a director of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I would say it's more S.H.I.E.L.D.'s fault, but mm-hmm. as a director, you take responsibility. Everything that's bad that's happened to Talbot in the past, like, five years is directly related to S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> uh, I guess that's true. All right, so thinking of the history, like, let's start most recent and work backwards. So there's this right here. Yes. Um just before this was him being shot by the Daisy Johnson LMD. Mm-hmm. Which the LMDs were created in conjunction with shield tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then the thing just before that, um, someone took his son, right? And he was it, I'm trying to remember what that was. Was it, uh, was it like Hydra? Was it agent wards Hydra? taking his son there was something to do with that and i think crusher creel was involved like he also had to do this um let's see he was attached by creel let's see i'm going okay going backwards (laughs) okay yeah yeah and i'm guessing this was like first half of season three i'm just making stuff up i have absolutely no idea but possibly season two maybe second half of season two Alright, so yeah, he was involved in uh, Patriot uh, when, uh, what's his name, the uh, new director of S.H.I.E.L.D. came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Nadir took her, his son. Oh, that's right, Senator Nadir. Yeah. That's right, because she, something about being anti-inhumans. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, which you could also blame on Shield because they doing their normal stuff ended up putting a lot of 
the I forget what it was called, but whatever ended up in the uh, yeah, the ocean stuff. Yeah, Terragenesis. Yeah, so that ended up in fish capsules, and um, as a result, more inhumans on Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if I really blame Shield for a lot. Like, yeah, I guess so. You can say that, and he Talbot specifically just ended up unlucky because of those actions. Uh, the one being shot by the LMD, a little on him because he he had worked a lot with Shield, so I think he ended up on like some kind of oversight board. I think that's what it was. Yeah, he worked with um, the ATCU. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's like, oh, his son was kidnapped. Also, oh no, maybe he was kidnapped by Gideon Malik. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> well, but, like, Nadeel might this, have been working what, with Malik. Yeah, was it? Do you think this stuff was happening to him before he started working with, well, hunting, then working with Shield? That's true. Yeah, he he had a a, a lot less of an exciting career back then. Yeah, you're, you're right. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I like. Yes, at one point, Cole or Talbot was hunting Shield, so they were in Texas, <laughs> but eventually he was on their side. And this is like the one named character that Coulson and the Shieldies were not able to save. That's true, <laughs> yeah. For an extended period of time. But that's <laughs> because they were in the future. But he was targeted because of his connection to uh, Shield. Yeah. I... Also, would they have known? Would like would they have known to go save Talbot or something? Like, I guess they probably would have kept ties on him. Yeah. And then, and then. Would they really have been able to keep ties after Hale took him? Like, would I'm knowing that the Shieldies were able to keep tie, like keep an eye on the ATCU and Hive when Hi, like when Hyder was deep underground, finding that they're good at finding secret stuff because they are a spy agency. <laughs> if they were looking <laughs> for it. They would have mm-hmm. found it. That's okay. I guess that's true. Yeah. I, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking like if someone from the Air Force took him, they would probably just assume or I would just assume that, oh, yeah, he's being taken care of. Uh, I wouldn't think or I wouldn't immediately think of, you know, some sort of malice behind that intent. Um, y- yes. But, but I guess y- that's a good point. But you're not a shield agent. <laughs> that's true. I definitely am not. Yeah. I feel like they would have checked up on him after getting shot in the head if yeah, they were on the planet. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or in this time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, if they didn't go to the future, they would have been arrested, though, too. They would have ended up in prison. And they would not have been able to save Talbot. But that was a whole separate thing. So. I, yeah, but if they were arrested <laughs> and in prison, they were in the same time and could have escaped if they needed to. I mean, they're shieldies. <laughs> Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, that's all good. Yeah. So, uh, Colson may almost break out, but Deke lets them out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so Deke saves them, then Daisy saves them. And then we get <laughs> yeah. one of Colson's heroic moments. <laughs> yeah. When they're being shot and he has a shield that he's used his shield before, right? <laughs> he, yeah. He's used it. Um, <clears throat> Like, when like two the, or three times, yeah. When he first got I, it, he used it. Yeah, I remember when like the base was crumbling on them. He used it to protect uh, yeah. both him and May. That's right. Probably. He did it then. 
Yeah. Um, he used it a couple of times, uh, I think in the finale or maybe the penultimate episode of last season in season four, um, cause he used it like specifically to kill some of the, uh, the robot heads of, uh, I forget his name, the superior. Oh yeah. I know who you're talking about, but yeah. 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 That guy. Um, so yeah, he, he's used it a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So he does that and kisses May, uh, completely throwing Daisy off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, if, if the, I don't remember what these aliens are called, the Remoreth or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah. If, if they weren't shooting directly at that shield, they might've killed Daisy. <laughs> Cause she, yeah. she took a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, like Captain America says is, um, like, why do you have target on your shield? It's because like, you want people to shoot the shield. You don't want mm-hmm. to shoot anything else. So, yeah, exactly. Um, there's so uh, you know how the Batman suit has has changed over time, right? Just like every mm-hmm. superhero yeah. costume has changed. Um, so the uh, I, I think they retconned it probably, but the the explanation of why he used to have the you know bright yellow uh, bat in the center was well, that's the armored part of the, the suit, so they want mm-hmm. that to be the the visible part. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing here. Yeah. I always thought it's mostly a Batman and a Wonder Woman thing, but having that bulletproof armor on such a small part of your body, <laughs> like her bracelets <laughs> or that chest piece, is like some of the dumbest stuff. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, to be fair, she's a god. So if she was actually hit by a bullet, I don't know what would happen. We never see it. So it's not like we'll ever find out. Same thing with Thor, right? Exact same concept. Like, would would it just bounce off? Probably. I don't know. We'll never see it. We always see like force like well, weapons or, or like a laser beam or something. Not as guardian, but Loki both bounce off of Loki in the first Avengers movie. Oh yeah. I always thought, you know, I always thought that was armor, like as guardian armor or something, but I guess do we see it on his like skin specifically? I honestly don't know. Damn it, I'll have to watch the Avengers again. <laughs> oh, no. All right, you can watch that tonight after watching yeah. your Spielberg summer movie. E.T. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to those listening, if you want to know exactly what day we're uh, recording this, uh, you can use that clue of what Spielberg movie Tony is uh, listening to or is watching today. Uh, it's going to involve using Twitter and all this stuff. And if you can figure out what day we're recording this on, we will give you a metaphorical gold star. And maybe no, a, a you know what? You know, we'll give you, know you a what? shout out on an episode. Send me a mailing address and I will give you a real gold star. Oh, he'll do it. With a gold star in it and a stamp. He'll do it. He knows how uh, to send mail. Yeah. And also I'm a teacher, so I have gold stars. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> All right, so uh, Coulson uh, kisses May, and Mm -hmm. then they split up. Daisy with Coulson, May with Deke, because Coulson needs the support, and (laughs) Deke doesn't. Or uh, Deke needs the support. (laughs) Yeah. We don't need Deke with Coulson, is the point. (laughs) That's just, they'll die. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, they break in. The, I'm going with May and Deke. I don't know why. They were the mm-hmm. next ones on my list. 
I, I mean, it makes sense. Honestly, not much happens between uh, da- with Daisy and Coulson moving on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they figure out how to, first of all, get the missiles to target their own ship. Mm-hmm. And to use a teleporter using, like, Remorath writing slash technology. Yeah. I mean, they, they know some basics, um, I guess, right? The the teleporter uses... Um, actually, now that I think about it... The, oh, no, never mind. I was going to say, is is the teleporter still uh, on the same coordinates they had last time when they teleported down to the lighthouse? But no, they have used it since, and they went to a different place. Mm-hmm. So, never mind. Um, hmm. yeah. yeah, so they had to recalibrate that thing, too, yeah, in addition so that- to the, the missiles. <clears throat> so... They copy the coordinates from the missile target, which is targeted on the lighthouse, to mm-hmm. the teleporter. So it'll teleport to the right place. Ah, uh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. The question is, how do they get the coordinates to the own, their own ship to shoot it later? Uh, future technology. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, Deke knows zero. So I guess okay. point of origin, zero. Yeah, maybe maybe that's how it works. Uh, the missiles aren't uh, this spot on Earth because, like, you know, different mm-hmm. planets, different coordinates. Maybe maybe those missiles work on where from this ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah that could be. Yeah, in relations. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because I think without that context, uh, Deke's triumphant "I know zero isn't the badass line he thinks it is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also maybe it's it's also just not the baddest light he thinks it is. It, it could be both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they teleport out, and Daisy and Coulson get to the Zephyr. <laughs> Woohoo! Yep. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Coulson's bleeding and passes out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that happened. Yeah. He yeah. gets hurt and bleeds too much. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. So Mac? <laughs> yeah, so we got Mac and Yo-Yo. Mm-hmm. Um Mac has to throw yet another callback to earlier in the series in this episode. Um he mentions that Creel killed uh Isabel Hartley, mm-hmm. right? Uh someone that he knew, it worked with a lot in Shield. Yeah. Uh Lucy Lullis. She's <laughs> Yep, exactly. Yeah, so Shield Agent Lucy Lawless back in the season two premiere. Okay. Um, yeah. So gotta yeah. gotta have more callbacks in this season. In this final season, is Tony? Is this is this common for other shows when they know the show is ending to have this many callbacks? Like, and I never notice. I don't think it's <laughs> uncommon. Okay. Okay. I'm, All right. I'm trying to think. My big comparison. Okay, so. No spoilers. People should know this, but if you don't, the next episode was planned to be the last season. Mm-hmm. Then they renewed it for two more seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the point of comparison I have for this is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where season five was supposed to be the last season, and they renewed it for two more seasons. Mm-hmm. Where I know, yes, in season seven, there were a bunch of callbacks. I'm trying to remember in season five, there were also a bunch of callbacks. Okay. Oh, of of Buffy? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I've been meaning to rewatch the show, so maybe maybe 
I'll I'll get back to you in like a year. You should uh, find out before we get to season seven of Shield. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I even mention to my wife that we're wondering about this, I will have to sit down and watch all seven seasons uh, because it's her favorite TV show. <laughs> ah, okay. And there goes your summer break. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I feel, but I feel like this isn't unusual. I feel like this is something you see a lot more in movies, like in the movie trilogies. The first one and the third mm-hmm. one will have a lot of relations or have a lot yeah. of connections. So it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, because they always want to, like, close out the story. And mm-hmm. so they have to, like, remind you, oh, this is happening because of this happened in the yeah. first film and all of that. Yeah, okay. This is just, it, hey, th- just, just this happened. Remember. We've had five seasons. A lot yeah. of stuff has happened in the show. Yeah. Like, I mean, right, you think yeah. about even the biggest finale we've seen in the MCU is Endgame. And that's <laughs> nothing but callbacks. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the time travel is pretty much just so they can do the callbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert. There's time travel in Avengers Endgame. Yep. Spoiler alert. If you're listening to this but haven't seen Avengers Endgame, I respect you. I nope nope don't know what they're to waiting till we get there. <laughs> they are literally our biggest fans. If they okay. exist, <laughs> cool. That is a bad idea because we we talk about that movie all the time. Like we've spoiled the big things of that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I hope that one guy from like 2019 or whenever uh, gets around to seeing Rogue One. <laughs> well, no, because we ruined it for them. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the original Star Wars ruined it for him. Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mac doesn't want to kill. He wants, yes, that's right. He wants to be a DC hero. Oh, no. <laughs> Ooh. Um, he wants to let the villain kill a bunch of people just so he doesn't have to get his hands dirty. Exactly. Ugh. Um... Yeah, so they <clears throat> go to uh, find Talbot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and they do on the first try, so good for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll bring... I I have questions about this, but we'll we'll talk about that when, when we talk about the villain later. Okay. Um, yeah. Like it, anyway, so they find Talbot, and they don't do much, because then Talbot just leaves. Good for them? Oh, well, yeah. I mean... Because they're alive. <laughs> yeah. This is... X-Men 2, uh, when they yeah. go to the house, <laughs> that's all they're singing about, and the oh, same yeah. thing happens. The law enforcement can't do anything, and the people with powers just leave. Yeah. yeah. And the person with powers is betrayed by a family member. <gasps> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, do we have anything else for the heroes? Because I've got nothing. No, uh, they decide, they end with them all at the base, deciding if they should save Coulson or destroy Talbot. But we'll talk about that next week. Yes, we will, because that's a big part of the finale. All right, cool. Let's take a quick ad break, and then we'll uh, talk about villains for a very short amount of time, and then, like, close out. I don't know, like, five minutes left of this. Right? Maybe? I don't mm-hmm. know. We, we yeah. don't have too much. Anyway, ad break time. 
Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, we're getting older, which means that you and I can't remember things as well. For example, yeah. I'm not able to remember your social security number. Uh, Tony, what is it? Seven. You don't know either? Okay, this is bad. I'm going to call our friends at Consecutive Callbacks, the nation's leading provider in callbacks to your past. And it's so easy to get started. Go to their website, fill out a quick questionnaire and what you want to remember, pay the monthly fee, and you're done. While out and about living your normal life, your friends, family members, acquaintances, and or scrolls who look like them will remind you about whatever it is you need reminders for. I used to forget the first 100 digits of pi, but now I see numbers all over the place reminding me that they are somewhere in this list. 3.14159 and etc. It's like a remember-all, but useful. Use promo code MCURewind to get three free consecutive callbacks to Tony's social security number. Yeah, I was real afraid you were going to go through 100 digits of pi. <laughs> I considered it. Yep. But no. No, I consider for like a fraction of a second. <laughs> like, no, obviously I'm not doing that. I just went as far as I knew. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, I think, two more digits than I knew. <laughs> All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be. Deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Uh, I think we should get Kovos out of the way first because the show the show sure did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't think he's a great villain. He's not a very memorable villain. Uh. But he does bug me more than most villains because he's a that? hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He hates uh, human. He has a speech about hating humans and their guns, not earning the kill. But he does have missiles, which are basically giant bullets pointed at them, and also uses guns at the first chance of um, them fighting back. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. He he told them like so. Okay, so he specifically despises guns because they're like not honorable or something mm -hmm. to that effect. And then he tells his, his underlings to use the human weapons, to use the guns to kill them just cause that gives them a, an honorable death. But then doesn't that also make his, his henchmen uh, not honorable because they kill people in a yep. non honorable way. Like, I mean, that's how the Klingons believe it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Like, See? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, yeah. Hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, if he didn't tell them to use guns, we wouldn't have gotten that cool scene of Coulson with the shield. That might be the, the only reason. Oh, they no, the that's guns. 100% the reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These guys All never right. use guns. We need to make them use guns so Coulson mm -hmm. can kiss May behind a shield. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's all I have for yeah. Kovos. He dies. Yeah. He gets exploded. Yeah, he dies. 
Yeah, he gets he gets beat by May in a fight. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't seem like a fighter anyway. He's more of a general. He's more of a a guy behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, he had a yeah, he had a whole speech about like being some big badass fighter or something, right? Like that's that's part yeah. of his culture. Like, all right, but I guess if he doesn't do it regularly for so long, then yeah, he ends up you know general stuff, and he yeah. doesn't yeah doesn't fight Plus as much. He, not as good. He expected to fight humans, not a woman who had his rage stick infused. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You forget, forget that May has superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> That okay, that stick doesn't give her powers, right? She's just angry. Yeah, right? but is that what it was? Adrenaline. Okay. It's extra adrenaline, I assume. That's true. Okay. All right. I mean emotions do make you know, they, they do yeah. affect you. So okay, all right, yeah. Well, good for her. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I don't have anything else for him. Alright, moving on to Graviton. Graviton. Honestly, I'm so disappointed they don't just call him Graviton through this whole thing. <laughs> uh i mean you got to change his name right at the end i don't know this this works. Well, then again <laughs> no, you're right I'm... he's he's spending all this time like saying he's a superhero he can fix everything so he should have a title right a yep. superhero name you're right okay all right well i'm like i'm always disappointed when they don't just call them their superhero names in this yeah they they bring it up anyway so why not just say like yeah that's that's my name now mm-hmm. yeah everyone uh, what if after like starting in Iron Man uh, two, Tony just told people to call him Iron Man all the time? <laughs> uh, he might. He he might tell some people that, and some yeah. people don't. And like he tried, and they were like, "No, like, all right, you're you're someone I can't get past." Like right, like Cap. Cap's not going to call him Iron Man. Uh, Nick Fury mm-hmm. definitely not going to. A handful of shield agents, like on a shield base, yeah, they will. Like he just says, "No, no, no, I'm Iron Man." They're like, "Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I'm what? sorry, I, Mr. Iron Man, sir." I think it would have been a nice touch if Happy called him Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> After that, that would be yeah. Oh. Although I do think about <laughs> the one time someone insisted they call him by their superhero name, and that was uh, Mysterio. <laughs> oh yeah before he came out as evil that was a little weird <laughs> it was yeah <laughs> yeah all right um i do like the touch of um because like when i see graviton in this it gives me mm-hmm. definite magneto vibes right yeah yeah the, the way yeah. he looks in like like in the um x-men movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i feel like I don't really love X-Men comics, but I feel like the X-Men comics would forget that Magneto needs to breathe a lot and would just maybe have him flying in space where here Talbot actually uses the Quinchet as his oxygen. Yeah, that, that was actually smart thinking. Um, like, like me as a person watching this, I might have thought, oh, how does he breathe? Oh, I guess his powers let him breathe. Okay, cool. Um, but like any normal person would think, Okay, well, obviously, I still need to breathe. I'm not a god. Um, okay, I'll use the ship. <laughs> so, like, it makes it makes sense. I'm glad that the writers told me this that he still needs uh, to breathe. <laughs> yeah, but gravity is what keeps our atmosphere here. So technically, he could bring the atmosphere with him. Also, or I guess that's true. Gravitonium. <laughs> I doubt that. Yeah, he probably could bring some amount of air 
with him, just enough mm-hmm. to get him to Earth. But at the same time, but it's it's cold. Space is cold. <laughs> it's so, cold. No. Yeah. yeah, you're right. <laughs> or or how about this? Um, a lot of people wrongly believe that if you go into space, you like your head blows up, right, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not true. Um, maybe he believes that. Maybe he does. He's yeah. although <laughs> he does have like a scientist in his brain who I bet he could ask him about that. <laughs> that's true. He, well, maybe. But in this episode, when he's talking to Creel, he says like, yeah, I know how to silence him. So maybe maybe he just doesn't like unless he really needs to know. I mean, my and theory is like he he shut up the voices like mm-hmm. through discipline like he has a military man oh uh, that could be it yeah but they're still in there mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh yeah i mean they're definitely still in there like he he knows that right like because he's mm-hmm. he's mentioned them before mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so he goes and absorbs creel um to get his like ounce of gravitonium <laughs> yeah that one was weird why him specically but all right i guess they just wanted to kill Creel? Is that, well, is that what they happened? Knew, they, he knows that he had touched Gravitonium, and he could turn into Gravitonium. So there must be mm-hmm. Gravitonium. His logic would probably presume that there's Gravitonium in him. Okay, all right. So it's at least a start. To, yeah. To something. Okay, all right. Um, then he goes visits his family. He pulls an Anakin, and much like... Uh, he does to Padme when uh, he sees Obi-Wan Kenobi. He thrusts her against the wall and presumably is about to kill her. Luckily, he mm-hmm. doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Although it's fair. He brings up the fact that she'll just work for anybody. She worked with S.H.I.E.L.D. She worked with Hydra. She's really gullible. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I mean, we don't know what her past is. But also, like, when she worked for Hydra... There was a gun to her head. They were, they might have also killed their son. So mm. there was a good reason for that. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag Graviton was right. Mm. Ah, okay. All right. No. When did you work for Shield? What What am I missing there? I he said that. I I I I don't know when, but he said okay, that. There, okay, there was that one time where. Some uh, someone broke in. Oh no, that wasn't a shield agent. So uh, back in I think season two, um, Ward needed something, so he sent in. I forget her name, but um, like his girlfriend, basically. Um, uh, and so like she had that mask. Oh, she was the one who had the mask on, right? The the whole time. Uh, I think he sent her in as to play as Talbot's wife. Mm -hmm. I think that's what happened. And did he did he just blame Shield for that? I'm wondering if that's what it was. I'm thinking. Let me see. Okay. I'm, now I'm looking her up. <laughs> yeah, short. I mean, it's not like she's had a lot of uh, screen time in the series mm-hmm. anyway. So like, it's easily going to be on on her Marvel wiki page. I'm I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it was. Um... What's her name? Talbot's ex-girlfriend. Well, not Talbot's. Um, <laughs> Ward's girlfriend. Who the, the now be, dead one. Yeah. Yeah. Pretend to be okay. her. Okay. And this must have been before 
or after? After okay, because at one point, so at one point that that mask on her face, it um, it was like fused to her face, right? Because mm-hmm. it was like all broken, messed up. Um, and it was something May did, right? Like it was after a fight, I think. Uh, May like electrocuted her, and it messed it up. So that must have been before the May did that to her. If she was able to use this, yeah, she puts on May's face. And then pretty much smacks her into a table. Remember the May versus May fight? Yeah, yeah. I just, for some reason, I could have sworn that was like season one, but I guess season two. It is season two. Okay, all right. So then I guess this, okay. So that fight must have been after. Okay, all right. Cool. Oh, yeah. May May electrocutes her to Mm -hmm. the face. (laughs) Okay. All right. And then she survives and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she still keeps working with. Ward, I guess. Okay, yeah. All yeah. right. I'm I'm gonna look this up later because I'm a little unsure on the the timelines. But eh, oh well. Yeah. We, we we get the 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 gist of it that yeah, he blames. It wasn't her fault. He but she is blamed. Yeah. For it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So uh, the shieldies show up. I guess his gravity has a force field because we know the bulls can't get to him, but even Yo Yo can't get to him. Yeah, like okay, which which makes sense if he's consistently pushing away from him for those bullets. Like mm-hmm. he he can't think faster than bullets, right? Which is the thing I always think about, like for something like this, right? Like if if you're going to use your power to stop a bullet, your power either has to be running a hundred percent of the time, or you have to think faster than bullets. Which I know I wouldn't be able to if I had gravity power. So like I would have to have my yeah. powers always running, I guess. So. It makes sense that it would also repel Yo-Yo. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think he has necessarily has his powers always running. He doesn't have to have his powers running, presumably min- moments ago when he was with his family. But when he walks out and sees S.H.I.E.L.D. and, yeah, <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. showing up, yeah, mm-hmm. you activate your, your force field. Oh, yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah, that makes more yeah. sense. Like, if they sniped him, if the Punisher was three miles away sniping him, <laughs> I think he would have been dead if he was still Mouse, if he was unaware of danger. That's true. Yeah, he probably would be. Yeah. Okay. So he uh, throws some trucks in the air, doesn't kill anybody, but drops them, mm-hmm. and then Good. flies away to find Robin. Yeah. Uh, so before we move on with anything, I have a question for you, Tony. Uh-huh. From what we can tell, Talbot is specifically after more Gravitonium, right? He wants to save Earth. He he knows uh, Thanos is attacking Earth or going to attack, right? Yes. He was told that at the end of last week's episode, or at some point during last mm-hmm. week's episode. Um, why does he go to his family's house? Why, why does he go see his wife and son at this point? Like, Because he went to see, after after he left the Remoreth ship, he went to see Crusher Creel. And then he went to see his family. But in his mind, he also still has to look for more gravitonium. So I'm trying to figure out, like, why did he go there? Other than the writers wanted to show us that he actually is maybe beyond saving because he might kill his his wife and son. Well, I think he still believes he loves his family, right? Well, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So Creel probably was in the hospital not far from where they were. (laughs) <laughs> okay convenience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay all right fine i guess if he's there he can make a pit stop uh use use that bathroom it's probably better than the 
you know, public one at the hospital. Okay, all right. He knows, because he considers himself the hero of his own story, uh -huh. that if you're in the area saving the world, you make time for your loved ones, because that's one of the reasons why Thor and Jane Foster didn't work out. <laughs> okay, She's I don't know how he upset. knows that one specifically, but okay. You don't think that after the events of Avengers that uh, the military contacted anyone who knew <laughs> the heroes? I'm sure Talbot had a very stressed conversation with a disrespectful Jane Foster because she does not like the military. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess I guess it could have been him. He could have been involved with that. All right. All right. Also, she's had dealings with Coulson and S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. All right. Then that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely Talbot would be the person to uh, to have to deal with that. He would be stuck with that. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else for Graviton? Uh, nope, I've got nothing else for him. All right. Moving on to Guy in the Chair. Guy in the Chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? <laughs> it's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. What do you think Davis's story is? We hear him again. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about it again. He just got lucky. It's sort of like he was surrounded. And maybe he... Maybe he shot a couple of them, the... um. These, these alien, the yeah, Remoraths. Okay, for some reason I could have sworn those guys were called the Marauders, but I don't know why I think that. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, he he probably shot some and then survived. Like he he ran away. Like I don't mm -hmm. think he killed them. Maybe maybe he did. Maybe he got lucky and killed one of them. Well, uh, I think he's talking okay. about some mission that he was on because wasn't he with uh, um, Deathlock's crew? Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, because Don't... Piper was searching for this sh for Fitz and got mm -hmm. tricked by Hale. But yeah. we don't see Davis until uh, Deathlock comes in episode 100. That's true. Okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So, maybe he was. Okay. So I think this is probably some C, D list <laughs> uh, villain that he went up against and defeated. <laughs> Okay. All this time, I thought it was the story he was telling. Like, uh, I thought it was um, from that episode where he talked about it. Was it last week's episode? No, two weeks. Two weeks ago um, yeah. when the, the Remorath first attacked the lighthouse. I, I thought it was like dealing with that. But no, okay. So, so you're saying it's some like six months ago or a year ago kind of. Yeah, mission. six months ago, he was in New York and he fought Stiltman. Okay, that could have been it. Yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm looking at D-list vil villains. Maybe he <laughs> went up against the Serpent Society. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Like he fought the Serpent Society, or at least members of the Serpent Society, and survived. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else for guys in the chair? <laughs> uh, no, I've I've got nothing else. All right. Twelve uh, percent of the plan. Uh, same. Uh, I don't have anything else. How about you? No. All right, Al, mm -hmm. how are we going to rate this episode? I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. 
strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? All right, Tony, how many D-list villains do you give this episode? Um, I give this three D-list villains. Some cool huh? stuff happens, but again, they're setting up for the finale. Uh, mm-hmm. Love. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Or getting rid of some of the like the the rest of the Remorath or Kovas at least. It's just like, all right, we're just going to focus on our one Graviton villain. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm I, pretty similar. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry, no, you were saying. No, I was going to tell you, I'm giving him Stiltman. Oh, okay. Targ Man mm-hmm. and the Spot. Who have you seen across the universe yet? Or across no. the Spider Verse? Okay. No, I still haven't. I'm I'm just gonna wait till I can watch it at home. As that's what I've decided. Sad, <laughs> Shaking your head at me. I'm sorry. Yep. I know. Yeah. Um so Tony, um so sorry, a little little bit of a spoiler, I guess, for, for people listening. Uh tomorrow, for us recording this tomorrow, is our six year anniversary of uh, when we first recorded an episode of this. Mm-hmm. And in those six years, uh you know, I, we haven't been doing it the entire six years, but for a couple of years at least, uh, every time we rate an episode, Tony always has to give something, right? You know, I, we'll, I'll ask, hey, how many D-list villains? And you yeah. you have to list the D-list villains. I forget that every single time mm-hmm. that, that that's a thing you do. So anyway. Well, hmm. I'm glad, Al, we don't do this by percentages like Rotten Tomatoes because I'd have to think of 100 D-list or like 60 D-list villains for this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would last one episode and then we would have to change it. So, yep. All right. What's your rating? Uh, it, it's going to be pretty similar. Um, you know, I, I liked the stuff, you know, in the sh- in the spaceship. Um, I really didn't care for anything happening on Earth or Talbot. Like, it kind of feels like he was just like, hey, let's, let's let's just put Talbot over here off to the side. We know what he's doing. He's going to be the big problem in the finale. Um mm-hmm. So as a result, yeah, I'm going with a little bit higher than you, three, three and a half uh, D-list villains. Um, yeah, and I'm not going to name them. So Okay, fair, fair. Well, listeners, join us next time as we cover the season five finale of Agent Shield, episode 22, The End. Remember to follow us on Instagram and possibly Twitter. Give us that five-star rating. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. 